0: Hey, everybody, welcome to True Crime Paranormal with the Psychic Sisters. I'm Christy Brower here with my sister, co host, and partner in crime, Katie Weaver. Hey, Katie. Hello. Welcome to Weird Wednesday. It is. Oh yeah, we have some of the weirdest crime updates for you. Oh, my, oh gosh. my gosh! Yeah, everything, everything we have for you today, well, except for that last one,
1: is like, yeah, WTF,
0: man? What's We're, going and, on?
1: And believe it or not, not a, a single bit of it has anything to do with li- Little Marky Means or the Vallow case.
0: No, they are quiet as a mouse.
1: Yeah. So I was yeah. going to check Mark on Twitter here real fast because uh Well, I forgot to do that. You never know. That's where some of the shenanigans. Things are quiet, which means uh, he's got to be getting bored.
0: Well, you know, the um, all of that discovery is due to the defense attorneys tomorrow on that case.
1: Yes. Oh, that's true. I'm sure we're going to hear something.
0: So someone's going to have a freak out tomorrow. Right.
1: Because it's either your honor They sent me nothing, or your honor, they sent me too much.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mary says, isn't the whole world a WTF? Yes, Mary. Mm -hmm. Yes, it is.
1: Yes, yes, yes.
0: But I'm telling you, some of the true crime stuff we have
1: for you today, you're going to be like, (laughs) what is going on in the world? Right? It's a slow news day as far as, like, uh most of our current cases that we keep an eye on, but as far as uh, the rest of the world, well, boom.
0: Yeah. Yeah, like the rest of the world is like,
1: hey, hey, DeBalvalo case, hold my beer. That's pretty much, yeah. 150%. It is so weird. (laughs) Right?
0: It is. So let's get into it. Let's do it. Would you like... Would you like to tell us about? um, Oh, Mo! Mo.
1: I I knew this was about Mo. All right. Well, it's actually kind of sad because it is is. a domestic violence case. Yeah. But uh, apparently, last night in Phoenix, a man was shot multiple times. uh, Survived. He's actually going to be fine. But today, a man, a twenty-year-old, who I would still referred to as a boy, uh, was arrested for shooting this man. Mm-hmm. Uh, he says that uh, this guy was his mother's ex-boyfriend and had been abusive with her and he was going to keep him away from her. Which is sad. And uh, I don't know what to say about that. It sucks. Yeah. Because now he's going to go to prison for you know attempted murder. But His name is what killed us. And yes, uh, Justin Lum checked the uh, records and confirmed this person's real name. First name Mo. Middle name Money. Last name Banks. Mo Money Banks.
0: Now, I gotta say that in some cultures people marry their children. Marry. What? Name their children, things like that because they want it to be lucky for them. Like, If you name your kid that kind of thing, then maybe they're going to have a lot of money. I hope for poor little Mo Moneybanks, who's 20, that maybe things get a little bit better for him later on in life. Yeah. But that is definitely um, a very unique name.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Now, if you read through the comments on the article, somebody says they know him and that he changed his name as an adult. Oh, he did? (laughs) Okay. I'm like, look, mm-hmm. I'm trying to
0: normalize it. I don't want to make fun of his parents. Okay. He's just just an idiot. <laughs> yeah.
1: So mama didn't do it. Mo did it. Mo banks. He waited
0: till yeah. he was 18. He's been waiting all his life to change his name to mm-hmm. Mo Banks. Yeah. Maybe yeah. he's got dreams of like being a rapper or something. I
1: wondered if that was <laughs> a stage name of some right. sort. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean he has legally changed it, but yeah, I wondered about that too, Christy, if that's what this really is. But right. something
0: like that. But yeah. I mean, I guess if you're gonna change your name, go big or go
1: home. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Do it. Yeah. <laughs> JR says home. this can't be real. It's real.
0: <laughs> it's totally real. And and the funniest part about it is that the uh the reporter makes a point to say in the article that he did. Make sure that
1: that's actually this guy's name, and, mm-hmm. and it is. It I is totally. The police his name. reported was his name, you know. Mm-hmm. So then the news is like, hmm. Um yes. can we talk to you for a minute? Yeah, we <laughs> yeah. have a question. <laughs>
0: I find it really funny, and maybe later on in life, it's going to make this guy super lucky. Maybe later on, we're going to be like, remember that Mo Bunny Banks we heard about in the news? Well, he's like a chart-topping rapper now. Yeah. So that would be my hope for him at this point, because things have not started out so well for him in adulthood.
1: No, no and while, it's, you know, you don't get to go shoot people up at the uh, 7-Eleven or wherever that gas station was, no. uh, it sounds like a really bad situation. And I hope. Yes. That, uh, <clears throat> I hope this is a new start for him, not just the end of everything.
0: Me too. Me too. Definitely. Sorry, guys. I just keep messing with my... Oh, that's not better. That's better. Uh, is that better? Okay, I I freaked out my camera because I forgot I'm using a green screen and I was wearing a green and white tie-dye t-shirt, and everything went bananas on me. So now <laughs> I changed, but it's still acting like it's having a little trouble with reality. So <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> For a minute, I had green screen on my forehead, which I did not understand because my forehead is not green. So, I don't know.
1: So, now you know.
0: Yeah. yeah. Okay, so. Carrot
1: and Moonbeam.
0: Hello. Welcome to the chat, everybody. Thanks so much for being here. We love to have you in the chat. And if you know of some, you know, true crime um, updates, please share them. Yeah. What we're finding this week is bonkers here's a mm-hmm. funny one for you and well funny interesting interesting Wild, you may uh, know who Johanna joanna dennehy is she's a fairly famous triple murderer in the uk she um she's actually she's a serial killer she killed three people and she's been in jail for in prison for quite a while um She's only one of three women in the u k to ever be given a whole- life jail term for her crimes. Can you believe that? Yeah, that's amazing. yeah um you you will understand though that the u k is their um uh senti- sentencing works a lot differently than ours does, and people do not get sentenced as heavily as they do in the u s
1: mm-hmm.
0: for better or worse. Okay, but what happened is in June. A number of fairly graphic love letters from Dennehy were found in the home of a senior officer of the prison. There had been concerns that there was a relationship going on. So they searched this officer's house. And uh, well,
1: Weren't they looking because he was in relationship with a different inmate?
0: Yes, that's right. And they right. found these two? And then they found these two. Um, he's currently um, suspended and Dennehy is super pissed because she's been moved to a harsher uh, prison far away from her family and stuff. Uh-huh. Uh, and she's super mad about it. Yeah. But I mean, I'm sorry. She's a serial killer and she's, you know, she's she's tried to marry her her cellmate. Oh, my God. She's had relationships with men and women. She tried to marry her cellmate. They separated them because the parents of the the woman were like, "Um, we're really afraid of her. And we're really afraid she's going to hurt our daughter. So now the daughter is actually out of prison and they're trying to get married again. Yikes. Mm -hmm. Um,
1: They also ended up separating them after a time in the prison because they had some kind of a suicide pact going on and were found in a... And a the heap of arms and limbs locked together, bloody and on the floor. Yeah, there's all kinds of shenanigans going on.
0: Right, there are. And so, you know, they're like, We kinda need to lock her down because he um you know, she's uh she's still very much a serial killer. But here's <laughs> Weird. here's the part that's so funny about this whole article. In describing the, um, the officer, the prison officer that's in trouble, they said, the officer fancies himself and is very cocksure.
1: (laughs) I've never heard anything more British in my entire life. I'm never going to stop saying that now.
0: But also, that's hilarious, you know? Yeah, so, um... Anyway, Mm -hmm. that's what's going on with Joanna Dennehy. And she is, uh, yeah, moved to a a lot less cushy prison further away from her family. She'd Mm -hmm. had this whole, you know, she'd been there a long time. She was all set up with, you know, of course, as Mm -hmm. happens in prison, you know, all of her her, uh, friends and frenemies and stuff. And now she's starting over because of these shenanigans. And, you know, she has the nerve to be mad about it because, Mm -hmm. you know, sociopath psychopath.
1: <laughs> she She's not in charge of the, nip, the jail she just went to. She probably will be before you know it.
0: Well, but. probably. Probably. But now she's got to start from yeah. scratch.
1: I mean, she but fancies herself and she's quite cocksure. I think. She is. That is exactly true. Yeah. Oh my god. That was so funny. Oh. It sounds like Ooh. a couple of defense attorneys we know.
0: Okay. Yes, yes, yes she <laughs> um, Also, that guard. What an idiot. I mean, seriously, you are getting involved with a serial killer. Are you stupid? Answer. Yes. Wow. Okay. So do you want to share? This is a not weird one. Do you want to
1: share your DNA case? We have a DNA
0: for the win case.
1: A really, really old one. So this is a 1956 double homicide. Wow. That was just solved by DNA. This happened in Montana. So in 1956, three teenage boys were out for a hike in January, and they came across. They were in the Sun River area. They came across 18-year-old Lloyd Dwayne Bogle, uh, died from a gunshot wound to the head, and the next day, the police uh, encamping the area found a 16-year-old female named Patricia. Uh, Kalitsky, Mm. uh, north of Great Falls. This was in the Great Falls area. Also shot in the head and sexually assaulted. Oh. Um, And then in, uh, you know, figuring out who these kids were and talking to their families, discovering that they were dating and they had been together. But uh, she had been removed from the area by a ways. I see. Okay. But both had been murdered. So the killings have gone unsolved solved since 1956. They had really not much evidence at all, really have not known who did it. So at any rate, uh, they had taken a vaginal swab from her and hung on to it all this time.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Wow. All this time. That's amazing yeah. that they would still have it. Yeah. So wild. So they sent the uh, the swab in, and they were able to get some information. So they worked with the place called Bode Technology. Okay, uh, this is not a place we've heard of before. We're usually talking about some of the other forensic genealogy places, but uh, right. Bode Technology we're not familiar with, but. They worked with labs and with forensic genealogists at Bode, and they were able to take the DNA from that swab. It's so amazing that they still had it. Just so freaking amazing. Well, and that it was still viable, also. Like, Mm -hmm. wow. Yep. So they found someone that would be considered a cousin through genealogy, through, you know, genealogical. DNA, So they started creating a reverse family tree Mm -hmm. and it worked. It led them to a man named Kenneth Gould. So he lived in Great Falls, get this, with his wife and children and moved to Missouri in 1967, which was nine Mm -hmm. years after he killed these, these two. So 65 years now. Bad news. He's dead course he died in 07 but they so here's the thing since they couldn't get his dna since he has died and he was cremated they were totally ready to exhume but he was cremated so then they had to let his family know that Mm -hmm. he was a person of interest in a double homicide and a rape Mm
0: -hmm.
1: they went to uh missouri and they found his children and they told them about this case and that their father was identified as a suspect. And they asked them if they would be willing to provide their DNA so that they would know for sure. And they complied. Wow. And proved that Gould was, in fact, the murderer.
0: Mm. Yep.
1: Yeah. So, of course, the victims, uh, the victims, uh, parents are long, long gone. But they do have surviving relatives, and they were actually able to let them know that uh, their case is finally solved.
0: Wow. Yeah. You know, that's the thing. Anybody out there that thinks you got away with it? Yeah. You didn't.
1: No. DNA is coming for you. If they can take DNA from a vaginal swab from 19... I'm going to say that how many more times now. From Mm -hmm. 1956 and find the killer here in 2021...
0: Yeah. Boom. Yeah. Yep. I love but seeing this.
1: Love it. Me too. I think it's really amazing that his uh, children were willing to provide their DNA. You know? I wonder what if kind they of weren't daddy surprised. Yeah. Or what yeah. kind of dude he was. Yeah.
0: I mean, you can't tell me that you are a rapist and a murderer and that you are forever the best parent ever. Like, there's got to be some stuff. I mean, it doesn't mean that your family knows what you did, no. but it there's got to be other stuff, other behavior in your life.
1: You would that, really think so. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah.
0: Well, I'm happy so. that it's solved and I hope we can get faster at this Yeah. so that maybe some of these cases can be solved for, you know, closer family members.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Wow. Yeah. Oh, I did want to mention Karen says she loves that. I love shark week. Her nickname is great white because she's obsessed with great white sharks. <laughs> oh, dude, me too. Obsessed,
1: terrified,
0: obsessed. Yeah. Very
1: cool. Way to go, Karen. Love it. Way to go. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Paula says, good for those family members who were willing to see justice done no matter what. That actually warms my heart. I know, me too. Like, what a question to get. I mean, yeah. what if you're like, dude, I don't want to know. What if this changes your entire growing up to find out that your dad was a rapist and a murderer?
1: Well, right, because um, it's likely that they were alive at that time. Like, they were probably already born or being right. born right about that Around time. that
0: time. Yeah. Oh, yikes. Yeah. Jr. has two questions about the Delphi case. Is the crime scene caught on Libby's phone, and do you think the police have DNA of the killer? Uh, the, well, the location of the crime scene is caught on Libby's phone, mm-hmm.
1: but I think that's about where it stops though. I don't think yeah. that the whole, like, you know, at some point I think it ends and there's not, it's not satisfactory.
0: Right. It's not the actual murders, It, but it is the location
1: mm-hmm.
0: roughly where they were found. Um, is there DNA? That has not been released, I don't I believe.
1: I think there is DNA. I believe that's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. okay. You know, they have been really uh, tight with the purse strings in this case, as far as information is concerned. Mm-hmm. And initially they said they were doing that because they didn't want to release too much information and risk a copycat or make it so that, uh, you know, they couldn't end up trying this case or, you know, jeopardize it in any way. But it hasn't helped them because the little bits that they have leaked have just created nothing but frenzies and conjectures and it hasn't helped at all.
0: Yeah. It's so true. There's so many theories and conspiracy theories and stuff about it that, yeah, that really has not helped. It's true.
1: No, it hasn't. And honestly, and a lot of experts are saying you need to lay this case bare in the news so that people really know what happened, what you know, so that they can maybe help because they just don't have,
0: Because, yeah, the game doesn't, it's not helping anything.
1: Yeah.
0: No. Well, we have one more case for you. Yeah. It's Weird Wednesday, you guys. It is
1: Weird Wednesday. Okay.
0: So, Pam Hupp has been charged with the murder of Betsy Feria. We have not covered this case before, but when I read this, I went, I got to share this with you guys, okay? Uh So, she's been charged with murder in the 2011 death of Betsy Feria. So she was already serving, Pam Hupp is already serving life in prison for killing uh, Louis Gump, Gumpenberger. Uh, he was a disabled handyman. And in 2016 um, it is when she killed him. Uh, she was convicted in 2019. She had a plea deal to avoid the death penalty. She actually made an Alfred plea on this case. Uh, which just means that she acknowledges that they have enough evidence to convict her. But she's not saying she did it. Yeah. So she lured Gumpenberger to her house. Mm-hmm. And she had things set up to try to make him look like he was a hitman sent to kill her.
1: Right. You sure. But disabled handyman is definitely the hitman I'm coming to kill you. Right. Makes sense.
0: So, you know, she's serving t- life for his murder. And um so finally she's being charged now with the murder of Betsy Feria. And they so like they're looking at this is bad. They're looking at potential prosecu- prosecutorial and police misconduct in the Betsy Feria murder. So it looks like they should have known it was her a long time ago, but they didn't. So what happened is that Hup convinced Betsy Faria to change a $150,000 life insurance policy and make Hup the beneficiary. Yeah, I think she was really preying on disabled people. Uh-huh. At this point, so she's just really a reprehensible human uh-huh. being. Um, so then she bur- murders Betsy and stages the scene to frame Betsy's husband, Russell. And sadly, it works. So, Betsy was found murdered and mutilated two days after Christmas in 2011. So this was actually before the other murder. This has been going on a while. She'd been stabbed 55 times. Jesus. So the husband, Russell, was charged with first degree murder and convicted by a jury. And he was sentenced to life in prison plus 30 years. But then he was later exonerated. But he'd already served four years in prison before he was exonerated. Yeah. And uh, guess who was the key witness in the case against Russell Feria? Hupp. That's who.
1: Yeah.
0: So Hupp was helping to take care of Betsy. Betsy had terminal cancer. And Hupp was supposed to be with her the night of the murder.
1: Yeah.
0: And she turned up, I guess, but Betsy was at chemotherapy and Hupp showed up and, Took her home that night. Yeah, killed yeah.
1: her. Unexpectedly, Yes. And her home. Insisted on taking her home. Yeah, yeah. So that's not a weird red flag at all. Obviously, no,
0: not at know. all. And and they knew about the change in the life insurance policy. And that's the part. I'm sure that's where the prosecutorial and police yeah. um, uh, misconduct start. Is that they knew that.
1: Yeah,
0: but. The prosecutor and the judge did not allow the jurors at Russell's trial to hear about the insurance policy or anything else pointing to Betsy because they were so sure it was Russell. Yeah,
1: but uh, those were violations of his rights.
0: Yeah, total violations of his rights. That's why he got out. So basically, Pam Hupp is a psychopath. Yeah. She's one of those rare female psychopaths mm-hmm. and she is now facing potentially the death penalty here. We'll see what happens. She may take another Alfred plea or something so that she um doesn't have to face the death penalty, I guess. I don't know. I don't think they should let her, but maybe they won't have a choice. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. She is something else.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Karen says that Pam told Betsy that she would give the money to her kids, but she never did. did Wow. Yeah. No. Yeah, this is a horrible case. A horrible case.
1: I actually had a client in Idaho Falls years ago whose aunt had died uh, under very similar circumstances. Mm -hmm. Uh, She didn't get stabbed to death uh but she did die um she was ill but uh she had a birth defect that was you know affecting her more and more as as life went on and she had an aide that the family were super uncomfortable with that mm-hmm. they felt like was trying to extort her and mm-hmm. she because they had expressed their concerns about this uh caregiver she had completely cut all of them out of her life mm-hmm. her mother her uh, her yikes. adult children no one was allowed at her house anymore all because they all said we don't like your aid there's something not cool here there's something not right here and sure enough she died under some really weird circumstances and she the aid got everything everything had been signed over to her yikes yep yep unfortunately i think this happens more often than you realize
0: it it does it does it's scary, but yeah, there there are some some situations like that that happen fairly often. You have to keep a really close eye.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But I mean, talk about of ignoring the evidence. Well, yeah, come on. I mean, the insurance policy change alone should have been enough.
1: Yeah, well, at picture. least lucky for him, they did violate his rights in the first trial. So that he had grounds to go back and try again and get, you know, exonerated because that's what should have happened. And, you know, every time there's some weird thing that comes up with the Daybell case and people get all upset and we go, no, 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 we want this to happen. This should happen. This is okay. This is exactly why.
0: It is. It is exactly why. Because we don't want these possibilities, you know, and obviously we don't want anyone convicted of something they didn't do but i oh, mean no. the writing is on the wall in this case and we
1: but we yeah we don't want any grounds for appeal yeah you know Yep. Yeah. well and they'll get so many appeals anyway regardless but we don't want any grounds for a mistrial we don't want any chance of a court having to go you're right your rights were violated we will have to vacate this uh, conviction yeah. or something along those lines like we <laughs> do not want to see that happen so uh you know, that it's important to see everything through. And obviously in this case, this court chose to not do that.
0: Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, they did. And that's screwed up. But I'm really appreciative now that they're looking not only at convicting her for what she did, but also looking at the police and the prosecutor's office and everybody that was involved in this because, yeah, they've pulled some serious bullshit here. Yeah, yeah.
1: Justice not served.
0: Right, exactly.
1: Well, I am glad that they at least uh, have put their, you know, put their uh, eggs in the right basket now. But, yeah, what a lot of heartache. It's scary, though, to think
0: that those things can, you know, that there can be some conspiring between the police and the prosecutor to make things like this happen. Because we know that they can.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's so crazy.
0: Oh, okay. So, because see, we haven't covered this case before. So we only know a little. Karen says after Russell got exonerated is when she tried to hire that guy to pose as a hitman. And she had a piece of paper in his pocket with Russell's name on it and everything to make it look like he hired him. So she was still trying to screw over Russell. Oh, my God. This woman is diabolical. You're here tonight, Karen. (laughs) It is because. I just read this part and went, oh, good. I'm glad she's getting charged. But I didn't know. Yeah. I don't know the whole background on this case. But wow. Wow. She's awful. Awful, awful. I oh, Russell, my God. Right. You know, I was talking in an episode a while back that the there are like forensic psychology and psychiatry experts who say that about one in every, one in every one hundred men is a psychopath. Yes. And there are so few women who are psychopaths that we can't even, we don't even have a statistic on it. Yeah. But meet Pam Hupp, because right. she's a psychopath. <laughs> Holy crap! Here
1: Karen. she
0: is. Yeah. <laughs> Karen, true crime junkie, right here. Me yeah. too. I just,
1: I know I've missed this case.
0: <laughs> she says the oh, Dateline yeah. on this is very good, so that's it's, good to you know.
1: That's why we have to take care of each other because uh, there's right. just there's so much.
0: <laughs> it's a lot of cases.
1: It's a lot, a lot of cases. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Oh, wow. That is, that's a big, wow. That's mm-hmm. another, uh, you know, that should be on lifetime right up there with the Lori D- uh, Daybell story.
0: Right. My gosh. One well, poor Russell.
1: <laughs> right? I feel bad for that guy. The hell did Russell ever do to her? Right. right. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he resisted her. Maybe he, uh, didn't really like her around.
0: I wonder. Yeah. That would make He's sense. paying for
1: it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Karen says, she loves us. We make her smile, especially the pig stories.
1: <laughs> I was just thinking this before. I have to make a video for you guys. Uh, in the morning, when we feed the pigs their breakfast, our, especially our little boar gets really excited. And the noises that he makes are the damnedest thing you have ever heard. <laughs> but I, a couple of mornings ago, I stepped out to feed him breakfast and realized that the uh, container was empty. And so we keep their food on a really high shelf because um, if they get into it, they'll just eat it all, mm-hmm. all. And so anyway, I had to have my husband get up and come and fill the smaller container for me. The thing that I can handle because I'm not strong enough to pull these things up and down. And anyway, so Zig thought I was feeding him and then I wasn't. Ooh. And the tantrum that ensued was he put most toddlers to shame. Wow. The, screaming and bawling and whistling and howling I could not believe it <laughs> <laughs> anyway I thought I really need to get my camera ready next time and uh I know this is mean but uh you know juke dig and <laughs> and well you probably should you guys
0: you have no idea the sounds these guys can make it's it's mm-hmm. way more than what you think of as pigs mm-hmm.
1: they, don't they make really sounds think. I would never have thought that pigs make uh-huh Oh my gosh. It was the biggest scene I have ever. I couldn't even believe it. But um it, it got his dad out of bed, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah.
0: I bet it well, I mean, if it takes what it takes, right?
1: That's right. So um, yeah. you know, maybe next week I'll have a little fun with SIG and we'll recreate that because you have to hear and see what that looks like. It's the craziest oh, thing to. in the world.
0: <laughs> well, you guys, that is our update for the week. Weirdly, yeah. we don't have that many things, but it was a lot of weird things, per, to be perfectly yeah. honest.
1: We'll take it. Well, yeah. I mean, it is Shark Week, so, you know, there's it is Shark things Week. to focus on.
0: I know. my My personal attention is elsewhere right now. Last night, I watched William Shatner overcome his fear of sharks, wow. which was pretty great. So, anyway, pretty awesome. So... It we will be back be tomorrow night at 7 p.m. Mountain yes. for a live stream of the Psychic Hour. And it will be right here on Facebook and YouTube like usual. Yeah, And then I have a Sharky uh, pop-up coming on Saturday for you yeah. because it is Shark Week.
1: And I'm going to do my so, level best to bring you a pop-up on Friday. We have a softball tournament this weekend, so... It just depends on how much the girls win or lose. I, mm, I don't cool. really know. Or if I, like, get yeah. up at 7 and do one earlier. I don't know what's going to happen. Maybe you should do a
0: softball-related. Is there, like, a softball Ooh. murder?
1: Surely there softball is. Softball moms or something.
0: Yeah, mm. something like that. Anyway, well, just I mean, be interesting.
1: We know there's been murders of um, umpires and other officials after games. Oh, that is true. Ugh. That's so awful. That's horrifying. Yeah, that is. There was so one. We'll I think it was some... a hockey match, wasn't it? Was it a hockey yes. match that a te- like a high school hockey match that a dad beat an yeah. official to death in the parking lot after a match yes. a few years that was
0: ago. Horrifying. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, now I can't use that one, but I'll look for something else. That's good. Well, there Maybe you we'll go. Okay. Related. Yeah. So we
0: have lots more coming this week, and hopefully mm-hmm. you have checked out our regular episodes. We have three up, brand new ones, so be sure to yeah. do that. Don't forget to like, comment, share, and subscribe, because that helps us very much wherever you are listening or watching. We appreciate all of you so very much. Uh-huh. We are True Crime Paranormal with the Psychic Sisters. Have a great night.
1: Okay.